1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Asif, here we are, the first three weeks of March. Spring has officially arrived. Maybe it doesn't feel like it out there, but how are those real estate numbers in York Region? Good morning, Tina and our listeners. You know what? The spring market sure has arrived, and you know you look at the numbers for the first three weeks of March and compare them to what happened in February. So remember, February was a lot better than January. So the momentum has carried through to, to March. The The nicer weather has helped as well. But we are on pace to beat February numbers by 33%. Now you'd look at that and say, wow, that's a hot market. But but it's it's hotter, but it's not necessarily a hot market. Like if we're looking at 2017 as the hot of hot. (laughs) This is a very healthy market. Okay, but you know, you're the one, you're the expert who has said, don't use 2017 as the measuring stick, as the barometer. But you're still feeling positive about what's happening? We are. And and I'm comparing this to February. So I'm comparing it to where we left off in February and how we're starting off March. So we've completed about 65% of the month of March we've already achieved 86% of the sales that we did in February. Wow. So that's that's a very healthy and significant increase. If you look at every market in York region, it's on pace to beat February numbers. Uh, we're on pace to sell about 1,122 homes for March. In February, we sold 843 homes. So that's a, a very big increase, but it, but it's very healthy. I mean, this is where we should be for a normal March. And you've used that word um, a few times now already, healthy market. What exactly does that mean? And does it apply primarily to those of you in the business or those of our listeners who are buyers and sellers? It, it applies to buyers and sellers as well. And what it means is there's more more calm. There's more of a balance in the marketplace where you don't have... Last year, if you looked at inventory, we didn't have any inventory. This year, we do have a good supply of inventory. So buyers have selection, right? Sellers are not worried that buyers are going to overpay and then the the deal doesn't get approved by the bank and it falls apart at the last minute. So you know that with choice, people are making informed decisions. And that's, that's the healthy part of it is you're not getting people that are jumping the gun and going in on properties $100,000 over because that's not healthy. That's not healthy for buyers. It's not healthy for sellers. Is there an area in York Region that is uh, particularly hot right now? In general, York Region, like if you look at Aurora, they're on pace for 80 homes. They sold 52 last month. So that's hot because, uh, sorry, they sold 59 last uh, last month. If you look at Georgina, they're on pace for 65 and they sold 48 last month. If you look at King, they're on pace for 25. They sold 12, so that's going to be double the sales if the pace continues. Markham's on pace for 277 sales. They did 201 last month. New Market's on on pace for 96 sales. They only did 81 last month. Richmond Hill's on pace for 195 sales, and they only did 139 last month. 313 is what Vaughn should end up at. 
they were at 274. And then you look at Stouffville, which has been generally quiet over the last six or seven months, but they're on pace for 43 sales. And they only did 27 last month. So every market, almost every market in New York region is on pace to beat February numbers, which is really good. Okay, so there's an uptick across the region. Um, I'm assuming then not quite the situation of 2017 where there were bidding wars, multiple offers, multiple listings. That's not happening. You're starting to see a few multiple offers if the home, I mean, if the home is priced right. If you're pricing it to what home sold for in 2017, that's not a true comparison. You're, you're comparing apples to oranges. But if you're priced for the market right now, then you have a good chance of getting a lot of traffic through and getting that attention and possibly getting multiple offers. How do you know that you've priced your home correctly? You've priced it right? Because I think for many of our listeners, many of us, um, you know, you're going into it with a lot of emotion and connection to that property. How do you know that you've priced it correctly? Real estate is hyper-local, and what you have to look for is homes that are already sold in the same area as you with the same upgrades, with the same uh, everything, lot size, number of bedrooms, because you can't compare it to, you can't expand the area and say, you know, this is what a Toronto home sold for, so this is what I want to price it at. The misconception that people have is, well, that one's listed for this much money and I want to list for the same. It's listed. It hasn't sold. So that's not a true reflection of the value in the neighborhood, but an actual sold is what someone has paid for a property in your area with the same upgrades, and that's where you need to be priced. And you can't look at a year ago, you can't look at six months ago, you need to be looking at what's happening in your area right now, which is within the last 60 to 90 days. Now, and you've also mentioned on this show that March can be sometimes a little slow because, um, you know, we're, you know, we just passed March break. Maybe folks are preparing and, and setting up their homes to sell. You're telling us then that, you know what, we're actually on pace to beat what happened in February, right? We are. And this March, we also have the Easter break built in. So we've got two breaks in March right. and we're still on pace to beat that. And the better weather helps a lot. And that's what we're seeing in the marketplace right now. Consumer confidence is probably at the highest it's been in the last six or eight months. So that's helping a lot. And, you know, people are out there buying. They're out there shopping. There's there's a lot of homes available out there as well. So you've got that balance. So taking out your real estate crystal ball, what is April? What do you think it's going to look like? The momentum's going to carry through. There was a lot of pent-up demand, Tina, last year in, in 2017, especially from April onwards. So you're going to start to see April, May, June numbers beat those of 2017, or at least come very close to them, because there people had stopped. The market had just stopped at the end of April. And you're going to see that pent-up demand get back into the market with consumer confidence as high as it is. You're going to see a lot of people scooping up some homes. Okay, when we come back, more about the healthy market, real estate, and the law. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. I am thrilled to welcome back one of our regulars, a lawyer with almost 20 years of experience focused exclusively on real estate law, Marco Pulsinelli. Marco, nice to have you back. Thanks for having me. 
Marco, we were going over some of the numbers for the beginning of March, and you must be swamped. There's a lot of homes changing hands recently. Yeah, absolutely. We are seeing deals coming in um, at, a, at a faster clip, certainly, than over the winter, and uh, we're getting into the spring market. And it seems like a healthier market than what we've seen over the last year or so. Uh, what does that mean for buyers and sellers? I mean, and this market, you can look at it and say there's not a lot of multiple offers and things like that, and, and buyers are getting better deals than they did in the past, and sellers are still getting you know great returns on their investment. What does a healthy market mean in, in terms of real estate law and buyers and sellers? Great question, Asif. And really, um, I'd characterize it as a balanced market. And the reason why I say that is because every once in a while, if you've been around the real estate business for a long time, um, uh, there are certain uh, there are certain times when we would call it a buyer's market or a seller's market. And uh, from a legal perspective, whenever you get too far into one of those categories, it actually creates some imbalance in the market. And uh, that's where people get into some trouble. So as an example, this time last year, you might recall, um, I would think that, that would, we could have characterized that time as pretty, pretty solidly a seller's market. And from a legal perspective, uh, what we would have seen is a lot of transactions come in where the seller had a lot of leverage and buyers had very little leverage. And uh, we wouldn't see, for example, a lot of conditions in contracts. And uh, one, of the, one of the difficulties with that is that uh, without any conditions, um, sometimes some buyers get ahead of themselves and end up uh, buying a property without too much knowledge about the nature of the property. And so this, uh, I guess, more balanced market that we've now seen, uh, it affords buyers and sellers the ability to, uh, to, to be a little more balanced in their, uh, in their transaction and buyers clearly the opportunity to know a bit more about the property before they actually go firm. You know, that, that's a really good point because even speaking with realtors while doing offers and things like that there was a lot of realtors and, and this is this type of market is where experience really pays for buyers and sellers because there has been a lot of agents that have entered the market in the last two or three years where they haven't had to use conditions they haven't had to use financing conditions or home inspections because everything's been multiple offer and speaking to them over the last few months with clauses that you know protect our buyers and sellers with inspection and and financing, they have not seen this before. So it's almost an educating process from us to the newer agents to say, this is how a healthy market is. This is a normal market. Absolutely. And and the fact that uh, agents are able to dust off the, uh, the language in the uh, conditions uh, is a good thing because you're absolutely right. That is a normal market where buyers in particular have an opportunity to do a bit of due diligence on the property that they are looking to buy and um, and afforded a bit of time to do that. So the the most obvious conditions are uh, the conditions for inspection of the property, which is usually you know a few days uh, after the agreement's signed. There's a period of time where the uh, buyer has the opportunity to uh, get an inspector in. And the second is uh, the most the second most common one would be a condition for financing. And those are really important because you don't want to be in a, a, a situation from a buyer's perspective, that you don't have all your ducks in a row um, before you go firm because you've signed a contract and now you're obligated to fulfill that contract. Um, and, on, and on the the question of inspections, it's really important, and I know you know this, Asif, and we've talked about it, is the, the reality being that um, 
you know, the way the law works for real estate law is it's a bit of a buyer beware situation. You have an opportunity as a buyer to, to find out if you like the property and, uh, and if you're comfortable with the state of the property. Well, you kind of have to do some due diligence, and that's why it's a great idea to have an inspector in there and to take a look at the property so that there's no surprises on closing or after. I know that you characterize this as a healthy market. Is it also then a safer market for buyers so that we're not rushing to judgment, we're doing a bit more homework, we're taking our time to really look and and inspect the property? Yeah, absolutely. It, it definitely is. Sorry, Asif. Uh, my, my comment on that is that uh, I find in this market there's a lot, um, there's a lot less disappointment that I find um, you know, after closing, where somebody is perhaps surprised that there was a problem with the property, uh, I find this market there's less of that occurring because people have actually had an opportunity to do as you as you said, Tina, to actually take a look at the property, have a professional in to give them their assessment of the property, and uh, and you know nobody likes surprises, uh, particularly after closing, and nobody wants disappointment. So so I I much prefer this market. And. Uh... You know, we had a lot of instances last year where there was a lot of buyer remorse and, and buyers were thinking, well, did I overpay for that property? Should I have waited? You know, should I have put a condition in? And there was also seller's remorse because the sellers were thinking, did I get enough for the property? And there was a lot of people wanting to get out of deals afterwards because sellers didn't think they got enough. Buyers thought they they overpaid. You don't see that now. So now, you know, the sellers are working to get their offers in the buyers are doing their due diligence and putting in conditions so it just seems that there's a calm in the marketplace i would agree with that and um and you mentioned something earlier which i think uh is perhaps obvious but but i think should be uh stated again which is um this is an opportunity for people that have been in the market for a long time uh professionals uh you certainly want to be dealing with professionals in in this market because for people that have seen different uh you know cycles through the market this is an opportunity to uh to get really good advice um particularly on financing for example to make sure that uh, you've got your ducks in a row as far as uh, your pre-approval on your mortgage um and clearly with your realtor and uh, your real estate lawyer um you want people that have been through the trenches have actually seen it before so you're right as if the you know people are taking a bit more time they're, they're feeling more comfortable with the acquisition they're making. And you're right, there was a point last year, too, where it wasn't just buyer's remorse. There was also seller's remorse because I think the market was moving so quickly, um, and I saw it even week, week to week, that people were feeling like, hey, maybe I, I shouldn't have sold when I did. And, uh, and it actually created some really interesting and, uh, and difficult conversations with some uh, clients that were looking to get out of transactions which is something you never really want to see because that, uh, you know, you've got a contract that's been signed between two parties and uh, you would expect that both parties are going to try in good faith to complete that contract. But you're right, when the market is unbalanced, um, you do see uh, either buyers or sellers or sometimes both, um, you know, looking to get out of transactions. So that's really calmed down. We are not seeing that, um, clearly not at the level that we were at this point last year. And that's a really good thing because you want certainty in contracts when you sign them that uh, that people are going to fulfill them. And how do you get that certainty? You mentioned uh, earlier, Marco, that, you know, it's often um, the onus is on the buyer to do their homework. How do you do that? What's your first stop then when, you know what, I'm interested in purchasing this property what do I do now? What's that first stop for me then as a buyer? 
So clearly, I mean, obviously with your realtor, because um, I, I really don't recommend you do this on your own, um, you're, you're going to want to lay out all your concerns and, and your specific considerations about any uh, potential property to them so that they can ask the right questions of the listing agent and, uh, and the seller. So a lot of that is informal. It, it comes uh, with actually looking at the listing uh, inquiring about specific uh, representations that are made in the listing. Uh, but then some of it actually is, is formal. It actually ends up being uh, written into the contract. So if there is something specific you're concerned about, um, say, for example, you want to make sure that the, uh, the appliances are in good working order. That's certainly something that a good realtor is going to be able to draft into the contract and, prov- and uh, make the, the seller actually make a representation and warranty about the state of the, uh, uh, of the appliances. So, so certainly, it's all about communication, right? Uh, like most things in life. And if if you are a serious buyer and you have certain things that you're concerned or, or uh, curious about uh, with regard to any property purchase, it starts with um, describing those issues with uh, to your realtor so that they're asking the right questions. Number one of the other side, and number two, making sure that they're actually putting pen to paper when it comes to drafting that agreement. There's a. Uh... A few instances last year, Marco, and you probably saw more than I did of this, but appraisals killing deals, uh, bank appraisals. And that's bad for the buyer and bad for the seller because you don't know if the deal is going to close or not. What we've seen over the last few weeks is conditions on appraisal. So not necessarily condition on getting financing because people are getting financing, but what's killing it is after the fact, it's the bank appraisal when it comes in low. What do you feel about uh, conditions on appraisal? I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, and you're absolutely right. There was a period of time where um, transactions were um, there were some transactions that were affected uh, negatively by uh, by low appraisals, and so what was happening, I think, and again, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a lender on this, but I suspect what was happening was that um, because there was some uncertainty in the market, first because it was moving so quickly as far as price appreciation, and then subsequent uh, to you know the provincial government announcement in uh, uh, regarding foreign buyers in April of 2017, there was some uh, lack of clarity or transparency about where prices were going to go. And therefore, um, in the appraisal business, there was some uncertainty about where the price should be pegged at. So I, my sense from where I sat was that a lot of uh, appraisals were coming in much lower than you would uh, have expected because uh, appraisals, I guess, were appraisers were concerned that, um, and perhaps being a little overly cautious about where prices might go. So I like the idea of putting a condition regarding appraisal in there. Um, if, uh, you know, the more you can get in there from a buyer's perspective, then, then the better. But you got to be reasonable too. I mean, um, the seller obviously wants to know that there's some certainty in knowing that they're, they've got a firm deal going forward. But again, it all goes back to the balanced market that we're now in. We're just seeing a lot more agreements that are coming in with conditions, allowing the buyer that opportunity to feel comfortable that they can actually proceed with the transaction and comfortable in knowing what they are purchasing. Always great advice, Marco. Thank you for joining us. If you have more legal real estate questions, you can contact Marco Paulsonelli directly at marco at yorkregionlawyer.ca or visit his website yorkregionlawyer.ca for more information about Marco and his firm. When we come back, we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. 
Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Time now, Asif, for our listener questions. You all ready? I'm ready. Okay. The first question comes from Bob in Nobleton. Uh, he and his wife are retired. The kids have moved out. They're in the older area of town, but they're noticing all the growth and development in Nobleton. Now their home is older, but on a huge lot. Bob wants to know if this is the time to sell, and then what advice do you have in terms of next steps? Should he buy or should he rent? Great question, Bob. And, you know, that's the attraction with Nobleton. There's a lot of people looking for the large lots that they're not getting in other parts of the region. So, that's definitely an attraction for people that are moving out there. You're getting a lot of younger families coming out. It doesn't matter if the house is old. They're going to be either tearing it down or building on it and fixing it up. So you're in a great position because if you do want to move out and closer to the kids and things like that, you have a commodity that's going to be in high demand. So, you know, to sell that larger lot and, and be able to cash out and move out maybe to Markham, Richmond Hill, Aurora, and, and get something that's maybe a little more smart-sized for you, uh, it would be the right decision to make. So what advice I would say, uh, let's take a look at the property, see what you need to do in order to make it more attractive for developers or you know the younger families that are moving in and, and want to a larger lot, maybe a pool back there, things like that. And we can give you some advice on pricing and uh, what your steps are to get the home ready. Now, what about, you know, we've had a lot of listener questions about, well, should I rent for a while and, and pocket that money? What do you say to those people? With the values of real estate going up all the time, I mean, there, there's there's never going to be a, a time when real estate declines for six months or a year that you can capitalize by doing that you're by taking yourself out of the market you're putting yourself behind the eight ball because you're losing equity so to take that equity and put it into a purchase now you're building equity on your new home whereas if you just get out you're paying a mortgage anyway you're you're either paying your landlord's mortgage or you're paying your own mortgage so to to be able to take that money and put it into a purchase now you're maximizing return on your investment whereas by renting you're going to be just throwing that money away so even if it's $2,000 a month or $2,500 a month, you're throwing away about $36,000 or so or just under that to rent when that could be going into your equity and making money for you. Okay. Our next question comes from Nella in Maple. She has decided to put her home on the market later this year. How does she begin to declutter and get her home ready to sell? Are there rooms in the house where she should focus her attention? There sure are, and getting a professional in there with a stager will help you identify which uh, your power rooms are, and that means what people are going to look at as they enter your house, what's going to draw their attention in, and each home is different because the layouts are different. So obviously you want to focus on kitchens and bathrooms, but also your power areas, which is what's going to draw the attention and keep people in your home. So we have to take a look at the property, identify those areas, and then figure out what we're going to do. For decluttering, we have a concierge service at REMAX Prime Properties that will help you declutter. We have stagers 
So we can help you with all of those steps so that you're not overwhelmed. This is a, a very overwhelming process to declutter and get your home ready. So the more help you have, the better it is. And it's probably a good idea that she's taking the time now to take those steps and then put the house on the market. It sure is, and it's perfect timing because you want to be able to do this over the next couple of weeks and be on the market as soon as possible so you don't miss the traffic. So the big spring market is still what you want to aim for. Yeah, this is the early spring market where, you know, people tend to get more for their home than when every when all their neighbors are on. All the neighbors are going to start getting on the market April, May, uh, because they want to be moved into their new home by the end of August. Okay, you mentioned that term, power rooms. What's that all about? Power areas. So that's what draws people in. So as you come in, your power area could be the foyer where it just locks people in because people make a decision within the first 30 seconds whether they want to see the rest of the house or not. Wow. So you want to be able to capture that attention and make them want to go through your house. Okay, I've never heard that one before, but uh, sure, it sounds like good advice. Okay, Asif, just before we go, can you share this week's hot listing of the week? So this one's hitting the market today. It's in the uptowns of Cardinal Point, 354 John Davis Gate. It's a a townhome. It's ninth line in Millard area and Stouffville. 10-foot ceilings, lots of upgrades. This is a beautiful little home. And, you know, it's, it's it's for the smart sizer. So it's either for the younger couple that's, just gotten married and wants to move into their own home or someone that's downsizing from a larger lot like uh, maybe Bob from Nobleton, this would be a perfect home. It's very well laid out, $624,000. Wow. Yeah, it's a great price for Stouffville. And you've used this term now a couple of times during this show, smart sizer. Um, Tell us again, what's that? See, there's a, there's a misconception that people are always downsizing. Yeah, you hear downsizing and, a lot. But it could be someone going from a condo to a home because now they've got grandkids. So, you know, smart sizing is, is very different than just downsizing because it's, it, it fits your lifestyle. And and that's what smart sizing is. Okay. And it does sound a lot smarter and better than downsizing. Okay. Tell us one more time about this home in Cardinal Point. And where is that again? Stouffville? That's in Stouffville, 354 John Davis Gate. Give us a call at 905-554-5522 and Trevor or Susan or Wade will be able to get you in through this house. Just hit the market today so you can be first to get in and take a look. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's going to last long. Thank you, Asif. We're out of time. Great advice as usual. Thanks, Tina. Thank you, everyone. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.